Yo, 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 you already know who it is. It's C-Money, giving you the hottest DeFi news from the eyes of a D-Gen in the mouth of a burger. It's Thursday, August 11th. Let's get it. Stun on niggas like a motherfucker, can't fuck with you. Let you my brother, if I say I love you, just know it's real. And I'ma love you like no other, and I'm originally from the Ville. You hear some noise, you better take cover. I know some niggas that's in jail. My only credit to keep them together. Yeah, you know what, that's it. It's time to get rich. It's time to get lit. Yes, 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 it is another Thursday, folks. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. Smell that air. It smells good, let me tell you. We are feeling fantastic. Go hit up Wovica. You can do that on YouTube. Go hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter is at Soggy Margin. And yeah, we, we really have some pretty big things coming for the podcast, including merch, possibly, not possibly, it's, it's definitely coming, merch, merchandise for the podcast is coming. We have plugins coming, you know, there's a whole different scene with like, basically, sometimes my podcast sounds like crap, and I, I'll be the first to admit that my podcast sounds like crap sometimes which is a real disappointment. And that shows you, you can have an expensive setup, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good straight out the box. You need to know how to use it. So I've been messing with the equalizer settings. I've been messing with really just about everything. And I found that you can basically buy these plugins. It detects like when you're breathing, it detects all these different sort of things. And it's what the professionals use. You know, here at C-Money, at uh, Web3 TV, we are definitely professional, but we like to do our due diligence. So we are waiting. We're trying to figure out which plugin to buy. Right now, we record on GarageBand. Now, should I get Fruity Loops? I'm thinking so. Fruit Loops is a, a very popular recording software that all professionals use. I don't know. I think I think it's kind of cool that I use a free software. Um, but I definitely need to, I definitely need to increase the podcast quality. So to know that more is coming is kind of exciting to know that there's clothes coming is very exciting on a huge platform. It's not going to just be like, Oh, here's Colin's website. It's probably going to be based off of a huge platform. So I'm so excited. I can't even put it into words. That being said, we just wasted enough time. Let's get straight on into the NFT news. Let me tell you folks, we have an interesting day for sure. Number one is eight aliens. It's aliens spelled with an eight and it did $3.6 million in volume. Uh, 2,000 buyers, 5,000 transactions. So we, that, if you don't know why we, we talk about that, it kind of gives you some idea if like they're just wash trading. Um, okay. So all these look the same. They're un, they're unrevealed. So there's a meta behind these, the eight aliens. Number two, Board Ape Yacht Club with $1.83 million in volume. Number three is the Mutant Ape Yacht Club with $1.4 million. Number four, let's go, Moonbirds with $1.4 million in volume. 
Number five is So Rare. We are very familiar with So Rare, but it was cool to see eight aliens up there. I'd be pretty interested to see what they're going to do, so I'm going to actually write that down in my notes. Always learning here at Web3TV. Looking at the volume on chain, we had $21 million in NFT volume on chain. That really picked up considering we were just talking about $12 million, $16 million in volume. It's up 20%. Uh, Solana volume is down at $1.6 million in volume. So flows, flow volume's down. You know, flow was had all the volume yesterday. So it kind of shows you when there's a real move. It uh, looks like Ethereum is blowing every other single NFT marketplace out of the water. Or at least at least NFT chain. L1, I should say. At least L1 that supports NFTs. And if it doesn't support NFTs, is it even an L1? Different topic for a different day. Shouts out to Hather Network. Anyway, <laughs> sometimes I say crypto jokes that you'd only know if you're like, in a very niche community. That was definitely one of those things. Anyway, going on to the top sold NFTs, we have the Board Ape Yacht Club, number 5491. It sold for 142.5 Ethereum. At today's market prices, that is $261,000. Number two is another Board Ape Yacht Club, 3969. It sold for 124.16 ETH. At today's prices, that is $211,000. And let's be honest, guys, I'm going to be. They were the top sales. Uh, they had all the top 10 sales. So looking down, the next highest sale was a Moonbird at number 12. And then 13's more Board Ape Yacht Club. So those guys are just. Per, they have volume. You know, there's a lot of people buying those. It's either a lot of wash trading or a lot of people have a lot of money. I don't know, but they've been doing this almost every single day. Going into the market, what are we trading? What's going on? Well, we have a bunch of liquidations today. $428 million were wrecked. So in the past 24 hours, that's 67,000 traders. I'm pretty sure that's the same amount as it was yesterday. Wow. So the highest liquidation was on BitMEX. And it was a USD pair. Uh, they lost $12.23 million in one trade. And this was this was ETH. I think I said that. But uh, nevertheless, let's get straight on into the market, shall we? So the top liquidated coin is Bitcoin. With $190 million in liquidation. Ethereum is coming in though at a close second. We've never seen the top two this close before. With $176.96 million in liquidations. There is a real battle going on right now with Ethereum's new merge. We are going to talk all about it folks. And I am just so pumped. Number three is Ethereum Classic. The proof of work piece of junk with $11.34 million in liquidations. Number four is one of my favorite coins, Uniswap, with $8.4 million in liquidations. Number five, Solana, with almost $3 million in liquidations. Number six is 
optimism. Number seven, hold on a second, RLC. What is RLC? We are going to figure that out right now. Okay, so let's 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 let, let okay. I'm going to give you the C money breakdown. So it's a it's a rank 193 coin. So it's kind of super low market cap. I'm betting. Let's see, super low under a billion. That's what I'm thinking. Um, let's see. Where's the where's the uh, details? Seriously, it's just gonna show me the price. What? <laughs> yeah, right. This is C money we're talking about. We. Uh, we figure this stuff out. <laughs> so we'll be we'll we'll have to come back either we're gonna come back or we're gonna figure this figure this out. But uh coin market cap is coin market crap. <laughs> so uh yeah. Coin market crap. Screw you, coin market cap. You suck. Shout out to Coin Gecko. It's so simple. So the market cap is $100 million. So it was a top liquidated coin. It must have pumped. Uh, oh my gosh, dude, that's disgusting. Okay, so it literally was at $1 and it shot up to $13. And then it crashed all the way back down to a dollar. Oh my gosh, I might buy into this just because it's it's volatile, right? That's what traders want. They want volatility, but this thing is moving like a crap coin. And uh, sometimes it's fun. Like, some people have fun, like, trading slots. I have fun trading, like, stupid coins like this that I just find randomly. So, uh, yeah, okay, very interesting, cool tangent, nevertheless. What are we trading? Like, what's the top? what's the top trades right now? I'm glad you asked because that's exactly what we're going to talk about. We used to miss it. And I listened to my podcast uh, about every one. I used to listen to it like five or six times before I had like any listeners. But I always listen to it. And someone someone in my circle is telling me not to. They think I'm going to burn out, which is a pretty a pretty good thing. They, they actually uh, they do stuff in the industry and whatever. That That's not important. What's important is I, I, I'm glad I'm not forgetting the top trades because that's honestly my favorite part of the podcast. So the top trade is a long, a long folks at $24,000. It's 48.5 Bitcoin or $1.9 million. Number two, we got a short, let's see, 70 Bitcoin is short at $24,878 on different exchanges. Probably not the same trader. You know, we, uh, the other day it was pretty obvious that that one trader just lost a bunch of money and, um, not to, not to prey on this guy's downfall, but boy, was it kind of funny to see that. Oh man. So, uh, we definitely got some chop here. We got some, uh, huge longs uh, very volatile time, but you know, we've, we've been in this range, right? We've been in this range, you know, even though I got liquidated, I didn't think we'd go back up to 24 K, but the top of the range is 26 K. If we break 28 K, then we can say that this is pretty bullish in my opinion. What do I know though? You know, I mean, I'm always going to hold my spot. This is just me kind of swing trading, enjoying the market, 
losing, enjoying losing money on high leverage, as they say. So uh, we've wasted enough time. We've had podcasts this long. So getting into the first story, we got BlackRock and they launched a private trust to give clients exposure to Bitcoin. This isn't a story. We already knew they had the big deal with Coinbase and it's just for dark pool liquidity. You know, you don't see BlackRock moving in the markets. That's because it's all off the table. And uh, there's probably massive whales selling right now based on uh, my theory. It, or, and even if, even if I'm wrong, okay, let's say they're buying. BlackRock wants, BlackRock wants their share. That's what their whole game is. So uh, shouts out to Larry, uh, Larry Fink. Uh, I don't know. I like him. I respect him. I love watching his talks. But um, this, is, this is not good for crypto. It's not. For the average investor, uh, it's good for Bitcoin. You know, we know Bitcoin is going to be here forever. So, like, the theory of just buy Bitcoin and hodl, yeah, 100%, that's actually, like, a good sign. Number two, Ethereum whale transactions peak at two-month high after the Gorilla testnet merger. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. The Ethereum testnet, sorry, is slated for September 19th. Uh, that's like a month and eight, that's like a month and a week away. Uh, Ethereum 2.0 in a month and a week away with an actual date. See, money doesn't just say, oh, this, that, this, that, this, that. We knew it was coming in October. If you've been listening to the podcast, we had been saying it was coming in October and they had a, uh, event in, uh, Atlanta. That's how we knew that was supposed to be their big thing. The problem was, is they pushed it back. All right. I think they actually canceled the, they canceled the Ethereum Atlanta event, but I'm not positive. Um, but that's how we knew it was coming at this time. And so, yeah, we're not, we're not fluffing at all. We're going to see this main net on September 19th, unless he pushes it back again, which, you know, I can't control, but, um, that's the news behind the news. That's the only thing that really matters. I've been saying ETH has been performing, outperforming Bitcoin. Uh, will we see the flippening? Uh, I don't know. But I think it's interesting to see how much money. Everybody used to think like these later ones are providing a solution to Ethereum's high gas fees. Well, people are really showing that they will use Ethereum again if they can. And they would rather use Ethereum if they can. And that's exciting. It's hard not to smile. Because I love Ethereum. That was my first chain. I think every that's everybody's first chain. That That is the first chain to do it. So, I mean, super awesome. And to see that the, uh, the whale transactions are just peaking is just great. People are buying Ethereum. And this kind of goes with the narrative that what's going on in DeFi might not matter with the whole macro deal. You know, like, like, like this is a financial revolution, liquidity pools and, and liquidity shares and, you know, NFT finance. That's a thing now. They're doing NFT finance. Look into that if you, if you feel obliged, but, um, I don't know. I got to check that out. I think it's called NFTX, but, uh, if it's something, we'll hear about it down the road. Next story. 
So as CryptoPunk owners get commercial rights, Yuga Labs hopes to secure their legacy as artwork. They've been hitting up Christie's. I don't know if you know Christie's, but super large auction house. They auction all types of stuff. I go there for inspiration all the time. And um, this just comes on the heels. I love saying that. This just comes on the heels. This really does just come on the heels of the Tiffany release, where if a CryptoPunk received their $50,000 pendant, then they lost rights, like copyright rights to their CryptoPunk. Well, you know, we know Board Ape Yacht Club has rights to their NFT. I, I think it's cool. Um, there's been a lot of people that have released businesses from their Board Ape Yacht Club. You have like Board Ape Yacht Club food truck, Board Ape Yacht Club restaurant. You have a lot of different stuff and it's just holders making their own things and then labeling it as their NFT. Which it's smart because it does give it instant, um, it gives it a headline, right? That's an advantage. Okay, so this one is the news story of the day. I probably should have saved this for last, but it's probably, it's probably the funniest. Okay, it's, 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 it's definitely close. Okay. 17 celebrities just got a letter from the FTC. Yes, that is right, folks. The Federal Trade Commission. Ha 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 ha. They're coming for you guys. We knew it was happening. We knew you were going to get caught for all this insider bull crap. And it's coming for these celebrities. The thing is, is, you know, a lot of these people on Twitter, they're not going to get a, uh, a letter warning them, but uh, yeah, there are 17 people, DJ Khaled, Drake Bell, the child molester, Eminem, Eva Longoria, Floyd Money Mayweather, which we all know his BS NFTs literally straight up rug pulled, Gwyneth Paltrow, we don't even know that guy, Jimmy Fallon, Mr. Bored Ape, Logan Paul, we all know Logan Paul's cryptos, we track his wallets, Madonna, she just made her NFT. Meek Mill. Neymar. Yes. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. I just I just curved her because uh, she's been talking about all these uh, NFTs on her profile, but she just announced she has her own NFT collection. And I wasn't even going to include her in this story, but here she is. Shaquille O'Neal. That's correct. Shaq Daddy Diesel. Snoop Doggy Dog. We all know Snoop Dogg has a thing. Timberland, Tom Brady, and Von Miller. Oh my goodness. That is a list of power packers. And they can't send these guys to jail. These guys don't want anything wrong. None of these guys. All these are good guys. Just like Shakira. You know, Shakira is a good girl. You know, we love Shakira over here at Web3 TV. She didn't know she was supposed to pay $17 million in taxes. Let them do what they got to do. What are these guys doing, right? Putting putting board ape yacht clubs as their uh, profile picture. These celebrities. Um, I'm sure Madonna and Paris Hilton are kind of getting more out there. But uh, if you're a Madonna or Paris Hilton fan, a Neymar Jr. fan that's like buying his NFTs, a Logan Paul fan that's buying his NFTs, 
maybe you should go to zero. Floyd Mayweather fan buying his NFTs. Like, why would you, why would you, why would you trust any of these people for financial advice? You you know them for being stupid on TV or entertaining. So that's the funny story. And the the story behind the story is check this out. So they say that this is from a consumer. This is the this is BuzzFeed News. A consumer watchdog group. <laughs> so uh, I kind of looked into this. What is a consumer watchdog group? So it says it's a letter from Truth and Advertising. And I said, Truth and Advertising? That sounds really woke left. But this doesn't seem like something the woke left would do. They just got all their guys. So then I'm thinking, what is this? So I type in Truth and Advertising and guess what it pops up? The Federal Trade Commission. Yes, the FTC. The federal, the feds are coming after these guys. And I love it. I really do love it. It says that uh, they, they actually made a statement. They said, we have found that celebrity NFT promotion is an area rife with deception, including but not limited to a failure clearly and conspiracy, conspicuously disclose the promoter's material connection to the endorsed NFT company, as well as the omission of other material information, such as the risks associated with the investing in such speculative digital assets the financial harm that can result from such investments, and the personal benefit the promoter may gain by virtue of promotions. You're going to zero. That is straight up scam. You're not going to warn them for doing something they already did. You just told them what they did. You just told them they broke the law. God. Oh my gosh, after reading this statement and, and realizing this, these guys have all broken the law already. Oh my goodness gracious. So speaking of Tom Brady, we got to just move on because what, what what can you even say, right? What can you even say? What's the government going to do? They're going to lock up all the celebrities and then come for everybody on Twitter? No, no thank you. So uh, Tom Brady, he bought a uh, $430,000 board ape in April. And since then, he's down $194,000 on it. Oof. Now we know Tom Brady, you know, he's not like a, uh, we don't know him for being a cryptocurrency trader, but the fact that he bought it for 133 Ethereum and that 133 Ethereum has dumped. And so that now that 133 Ethereum would be worth $235,000. The collection itself has gone down. The floor price has gone down. And so that, that hits him in like two ways because you know, like, Bored Ape's just like a Nazi cult. And uh, if you look at, like, the history, the Ryder Rips, which Ryder Rips is a goofy himself. Ryder Rips made so much money off of that Bored Ape collection. And, like, I don't know. I think I think he gets, like, kind of, like, controlled by women because he's, like, a little simp and, like, a crybaby. But I also think that, like, he's 100% right. Yeah, like, these Bored Ape guys are, are racist and they should go to zero, so probably get sued for defamation for saying that well they can't all be a milady collection am i right <laughs> that's gonna do it from all of us here at web3 tv i'm c money and don't just have a great day have a DeFi day